Hey everyone, we've come to the end of First Timothy, and so uh, I hope uh, it's been an interesting study to you. Uh, I hope it's been as interesting to you as it has been uh, for me. Um, I always say the one doing the teaching learns far more than the one who's listening because uh, you just dig in a little deeper and I really enjoy it and I love being able to, to study the word and to just do these podcasts and hopefully you enjoy them and uh, we're going to move on next time to Second Timothy and uh, go right on through to that. But today we're going to conclude First Timothy with verses 17 through 21. Command those who are rich in this present age not to be haughty, nor to trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who gives us richly all things to enjoy. Let them do good, that they may be rich in good works, ready to give, willing to share, storing up for themselves a good foundation for the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life. O Timothy, guard what was committed to your trust, avoiding the profane and idle babblings and contradictions of what is falsely called knowledge. By professing it, some have strayed concerning the faith. Grace be with you. Amen. Paul comes back to this subject of riches. I always find it interesting what subjects are talked about in the Bible. Um, almost all the time, they're the same struggles that we're having. And so apparently this concept of riches must have been something that folks struggled with even back in Paul's day. Now, I want to state one more time, it's not money that is the problem. It is the love of money. It is that being trying to serve two masters. In reality, the Lord's church needs money, doesn't it? It needs money to do mission work. It needs money to meet locally. It needs money to do all these different things to keep the efforts going. I've heard of many who have been, who are very wealthy people, who are members of the Lord's church, who are so generous, so giving, uh, that they help the efforts of the church to continue. And the interesting thing is they never want to be known. They do it without anyone knowing. Now we know that all of us can give because we talk about a lot of times that God's not necessarily just after our money. God is after us. He wants our hearts because he knows if he has our hearts, he has everything that we have. And in reality, everything belongs to him anyway. Paul says, here are some admonitions, though, for those who are well off. Here are some precautions. There is a purpose for why you have this wealth. Don't be haughty, high-minded, proud, arrogant, conceited, self-serving, because you have financial wealth. Uh, this can happen to a person so easily because our world that we live in is so determined to put us into sections educated, non-educated, wealthy, poor, whatever the sections might be. We're constantly trying to divide folks, but in Christ, we're all the same. We're all on equal grounds. Rich and poor both have obligations to Christ. Don't put our trust in what we have because it's all going to be left behind someday. 
Instead, he says, you should be doing good, ready to give, willing to share, okay? Ready to get involved in, in doing good. Lay a good foundation, he says, for the time to come. Well, what does that mean? Not only can we lay a foundation here, but we're really laying our foundation for heaven. Uh, listen to Jesus in Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth, rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Why is this so important? Because it is laying up for eternal life. So many strive to do so well in this life, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's a good thing to have goals. But they often forget about the future when this life ends and about their eternity. Reminds me of Luke chapter 12, and I want to read a rather long section here, verses 15 through 21. Jesus said to them, take heed and beware of covetousness. One's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. He spoke a parable to them saying, the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. He thought within himself saying, what shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater and there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? He says, so is he who lays up treasures for himself and is not rich toward God. The man planned for everything on this earth, but nothing for eternity. Paul finishes this letter by encouraging Timothy, guard, protect what I have committed to your trust. Avoid arguing, avoid contradictions, avoid false teachings. Why? Because these things have caused some to stray from the faith. Protect the faith. And I'd like to end this book by the same way Paul ends it. Grace be with you, amen, which means so be it. Thanks for being here. Hope you have a great day today.